0: Welcome to the Self-Helpful Podcast. I'm Kevin Miller. I hunt for the latest and greatest authors and experts in self-help and ask them the in-depth questions I'm curious about for my own growth. I bring these conversations series to you so we can learn and grow and achieve together. In this episode, we wrap up my series with Terry Reel or on Terry Reel and the message of his book, Us, getting past you and me to build a more loving relationship. So today I'm with my co-host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert and my dear friend. And you're about to hear a very candid conversation and discussion on this concept of being we, being us, being we, without losing me the individualized person we are as well. And Randy listened to my conversation with Terry in episode 1029 and came into this discussion with his own insights and questions and grapplings. And we hit on some big issues, Uh, even like the wedding tradition where each person, you know, has a candle, their own candle, and they light one candle in the middle and then blow out their individual candles. Is that really the intended idea of marriage that we no longer exist as an individual And do you come into union with anyone so that they can complete you as the Jerry Maguire movie celebrated? Are you not to be complete on your own and come into a relationship to enhance your life? Well, Randy and I have been best friends also for nearly a decade and partnered in multiple business endeavors that we felt like were marriages in many ways. And much of this us concept's relevant for that relationship as well. So for those of you in partnership in different ways with other people in business and whatnot, we also bring in parenting to this us concept. So I'm really eager for you to hear this conversation. I'd be honored to hear your feedback as well. And hey, if you find value from this self-helpful podcast, I'd do that. Give us feedback on this episode, this topic in a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And best off, do what Randy and I are going to do here in just a moment. Take the concepts and have your own discussions with someone else so you can grow further and grow together. You can always connect with me at my website or social media, kevinmiller.co. All right, well, next Dr. James and I talk about this concept of us, of being a we without losing me. I'm going to start off just asking you your thoughts. So, you listened to my talk with Terry Reel and uh, the conversation there, and I'm interested where it took you.
1: Yeah, of course. It is interesting to listen to you, you know, in that light where you're, you've got. I can hear you thinking, okay, I'm talking to millions or you know thousands of people in contrast to you and I okay. having a cup of coffee or whatever. And the way you talk there, and
0: that's why we're doing this, is and that's why we're off? doing it. Yes, yes,
1: and you know, knowing more details about. Uh, both of our families and marriages, and talking to kids and things like that. And so here's Terry, and he was a guy I didn't know, and and um, but I, I was going to ask you because I kind of thought that some of his blockbuster statements about, you know, for example, well, well, Kevin, try this on for size. Instead of saying, you know, don't talk to me that way, say, honey. Uh, it really you know I, gosh i I know I just feel this way. I mean, you told that story about you in the car, and Terry said that to you ten years ago mm-hmm. and so I think Terry or Terry real put it together well mm-hmm. and in a in a very but on one hand i didn 't think there was blockbuster new information, but like everything else that we talk about in personal development all the time is there's there's not a whole lot of new things, but it is in what context and how do you think about it in and um so that was one of the thoughts that I had was you know why why do you think Terry has Terry real has struck a nerve you know because his like his feeling exercise you know joy peace love uh-huh. okay I mean again. You've known for a long time, you said, I'm not in touch with my feelings. I don't know. So how, what is it about us that has made you think that this has really struck a struck a chord with you or with people?
0: Well, that's a great question because it would be, I mean, how many times have we read a book, been exposed to a message and uh, time goes on and a decade later we hear it again and Boom. It hits. I mean, my gosh, it's the the Bible. I mean, how many times have you read the Bible, gone in there and today Psalm, whatever hits you, you've read it a hundred times and hit, you know, new time of life. I think that's, uh, I think that's relevant. So maybe it hit me at a time. Well, it did at a time when I'm doing more self introspection and trying to be more self. What about culturally? Why, why, why is it hitting nerve culturally and all the culturally
1: he's, the celebrities are saying, you know, is is he saying something that And I, I, well, I got a bone to pick with you because you, in your intro, you said, yeah, even Esther. Perel. Yeah. And I'm like, Kevin, two years ago, I heard her in the interview and I'm like, you have got to (laughs) to listen to this. Yeah. And because it struck a chord with me, like, gosh, why won't people just be honest? Just be with their own heart. Right. Just. And, well, and that, you know, she came out of the honesty of the Holocaust of, you know, yeah. rip everything away. And, and so, so now we're just chewing on these ideas. Why? And
0: well, I mean, you to be honest with their own heart. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm not, I mean, that's part of what I, it's part of my own of story, and is, story is, is the, and why I have a guy like Terry real on, I didn't have him on, uh, I had him on because I wanted to talk to him. I,
1: I thought it was funny. It really was your personal counseling session. It was my personal counseling session.
0: It's going to continue. I think I'm going to start working with one of his his counselors. And it, it is my you know, here I am on the self-helpful podcast and and have so much awareness and yet I have been habitually unaware of my own feelings. I have, I am not, I'm somebody, I mean, gosh, you've been my friend when we talk about stuff and I think you would say I'm pretty open. I'm not super private, but do I talk about my feelings as of late? Yes. But Mm -hmm. historically, no. And that has, you know, hurt relationships. And so, and by the
1: way, I, I think you did do a really good job on that. And you're, and I'm sure people have testified to you about that, that on the show, you are open. You are seeking you are <laughs> they
0: they do i get good responses from people but i think that there are some people who find it a little offsetting they're used to listening to a podcast host who has arrived who's and is telling you what to do telling you what yeah. to do and with me going dude i have no idea teach me i, I think some find it a somebody little out awkward. there like
1: come on i'm listening to you to find out the answers and <laughs> yeah. you're just
0: well you know. i'm bringing people on to help banging around in the dark with me <laughs> <laughs> I have my areas that I I will I feel I feel a lot more certain on our, you know, functional Friday and talking about health and wellness and uh that area than this on emotions. I mean this is a yeah, this is a, a journey. But his I do think that he writes a good story. So as you read his book he does a lot of showcasing of his interactions with patients mm-hmm. that you're reading and go holy smokes has he been watching me on video or reading mm-hmm. my notes i think other people do that but i think he does a good job so just from a a, sure. a little authoring skillful writing yeah, yeah. i mean you got a lot of psychologists maybe there's other ones that are you know as as good as he is i think he does a better job in the literal art of writing it in a way that resonates. So yeah. that's, I think that's one that has gotten a lot of people interested, but his, you know, that title of, um, of, you know, getting rid of the, the you and me and becoming more us as the book is titled. It did resonate that. As I looked at that and thought, man, I am ve- I am such an individualistic person. And, you know, he talks about an individualistic culture, but I tend to feel, I mean, you, you know me, I, I, I feel like I'm maybe a little further on that spectrum than the norm of being very individualistic of looking at those people, you know, and I'm not very us. I mean, I'm not a team player. I'm not very good at that. I've struggled that, with that with you. You know, I just kind of take my thing and I go run off and six months later, I'll say, oh, hey, these things happen. Yeah. Right, well, and so I'm concerned about that for my relationships, especially my most intimate ones.
1: I resonated strongly with that, and I will refer us back to, I think, even very recent podcasts where where you and I, I think we can recognize that we will speak at the 50,000-foot theoretical view, but you, you still got to bring it down to, okay, I'm going to do something. I'm going to go eat this, or I'm going to say these words to myself or my wife or my kid, and... Mm-hmm and in the past we have said okay look the foundation is relationship mm-hmm. the, the, the usness even within you is a me myself and i there is a relationship between mind or brain mind soul what we call the mind body connection that and in this context between me and you i would say gosh yeah i i have a faith in a God that also says there is a Trinitarian relationship upon which all of creation is based, even God Himself. And that's where I think Terry is right of the usness that we are missing in the last decades, or maybe even centuries, of the American um there's the good side and the bad side, right? The rugged individualism—that's the phrase from history of I can pull myself up by my bootstraps. This is the American dream, the American story. If you give me a little bit of an opportunity, I'm going to take it. and I'm going to go. And there's
0: that's been my language.
1: Well, and there's that's, a good side to that. Like if I want something done, I can call you and say, "Hey, man, can you chop a tree down?" And you'll just say, "Okay, yeah, I don't want to, but I'm just going to grab the chainsaw and do it." Like we did for Todd. And when there's you know a ditch to dig and a thing to do, and, and you're good at, okay, let's just do it. And that gets paid well, that gets hired well. But It gets cultural applause. That's right. No doubt. Cultural strokes. Yeah. And and you're right. And that's where, uh, you know, Terry and says, okay, but it, what's the bad side of that? Like, everything has a bad side. If we don't have any rugged individuals, we got no leadership, we got no whatever. But now we maybe have too much of that. What he called... Uh, patriarchal, I think, was his word. Uh-huh. Okay, I I would I would debate with him on that choice of the word because then the ar- opposite or it would be matriarchal or some other yeah. archical. Right, yeah. there has to be some kind of formation, and and I'm not saying yeah we all need to you know be men and misogynistic and thumb down on women and whatever else uh, that it has been done very poorly. Uh, but so what is the usness? Through a, a, a godly, biblical perspective that that goes forward into relationships, and the, and and so what resonated with me so strongly was the the foundation that that your marriage and the and, and my marriage and the and the the cohesiveness and the conflict is the interface between you and and the really real, the the deep. Mm-hmm. The meaningful, the why, the identity, and and if 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 you are out there alone, uh, right? Like no man is an island. But if you are like, well, I like the white water. I can do this. Give me my canoe, and this is this is where I. Uh, okay, but there is there's going to be a break, in all likelihood. There's there's going to be conflict. And and I think that's kind of where you and and me and our various stories in our mid fifties are are yeah. twenty thirty years into that, and that's where I think Terry has struck a chord in the us because that's who he's writing to right. Gwyneth, we are Gwyneth Paltrow's age, I think.
0: Well, and uh, I well not his age, but you know his his intro or the foreword was by Bruce Springsteen, and he's he's 60, got to be older. Yeah. yeah, I think he's older he so bruce's story um and as well as another story that Terry related to in the book were both guys it just happened to be it doesn't matter but who said how I am, my individualistic, rugged you know whatever nature has served me well in my vocation yeah number one and the one guy said, and it also I'm just good with it, it serves me in general, and I'm good except for their marriages, or, and I think we can say, say, your intimate relationships, whether you're married or not, but even if it's a, a nuclear family, a nuclear family, yeah. or even a, a really, I mean, it could be you and me and, friends, a, and a yeah. close friends. If we cohabitated and raised kids together and whatever, but it didn't serve them there. And I think that's it. And then it's almost a decision for me. Okay. Do I want to stay over here? And what serves me? Well, what gets me applause from the world, what makes money on a podcast, whatever. Yeah. Um, or do I want more? And I'm looking at, of course, obviously my marriage, I'm looking at my kids. I'm looking at even the deep friendships. I mean, I expect us to be friends. Where are we going to go from our fifties or if we're going to be friends in our eighties, do we want more from each other? You know, even the iron sharpens iron. And what does that take? How do we look at it as an us and you and I having done business together and I expect us to, to do more, I would like to do it different. I need to, I want to do it different. Mm-hmm. I, the way you and I have done business as partners and best friends, I want to do it different. I have done it individualistic and I knew mm-hmm. that I was, and it's just the language that I speak and I kind of want to, I don't want to wait on you to some degree. I don't want to be accountable to you. hmm And so his book, you know, making me come to terms with that and going, yeah, I don't do stuff well as us. And somebody's out there listening and thinks that they do, you know, could they do it better? And do you do it in every place? I think that there's some instances as I'm looking at this through a different lens where I see somebody go, gosh, they do. I see them doing us really well here, but not over here. They do it well in their marriage, not in their work, in their work, not in their marriage. They do it well as a parent, but not as a friend. I don't know. Everybody's got to look at it. I don't think like you say, it's just probably a spectrum yeah. and it's going to be a different spectrum with different relationships. Sure. And so I'm looking at it and going, how do I be a better friend? How do I be a better business partner? How a better spouse, a better, I'm talking about it with my kids now, a better father.
1: It, so like we say so often, how do you build a better friendship in the same language? Almost as well, how do you build a better body, a better metabolism? And uh, there is no pill for that. There is no one-size-fits-all. There is no algorithm. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm chewing on that now, too. How do we – because we've always talked about, well, okay, how do you build a better marriage? But there's not a whole lot of books out there on how to build a better friendship. Or there's probably books on business partnerships. Um,
0: which we use, we've referred to a lot of times that you and I have had a marriage and mm-hmm. especially in business and we have joined in this mm-hmm. thing where, or, she-
1: or me in the past where that marriage, we called it a divorce, right? It felt like a divorce to get out of a business partnership with other people. Yeah. And you've done
0: that it, to a greater degree than I have.
1: So yeah. And it, we called it a divorce. It feels like that in the amount of heartache and money ache and, uh, you know, pain in the rear ache is analogous to what somebody would go through if you end a marriage and uh, a, a real marriage. And so, yeah, how do you and I, if, if we're the ones talking to ourselves
0: build a better friendship and, and I, well, I just want to say, I don't want to freak. I mean, I have in, in the realm of business and sports and endeavors and stuff. If I go back, I have a long list of people Maybe not to the level you and I have gotten to, but that I have been joined with some of which you you would know in the past, who I hurt the relationship by my individualistic nature, not being uh, us and did divorce well, unwell, sorry, did divorce unwell. And today the relationships are kind of strained or non-existent. And I mean, that's part of my past, but it it is relevant. I mean, and I didn't talk about this with Terry. It doesn't mean we're all going to do us the same. It would, that would be impossible. That would be impossible. And there's probably relevance for me to understand myself, which is a big part of this, understand myself and my propensities and say, okay, I could try to do us with this person, but understanding them, it's probably not a good union. Mm-hmm. I probably am not well suited to do us with them. Somebody else is. Mm-hmm. I'm better suited to do us. I and mean, if I look at business partners or something, I'm going to see some that I know that, man, that's going to be a gigantic mm-hmm. difficulty to be an us with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. With you, I think mm-hmm. I think I can do that, mm-hmm. but I need to be more open with our propensities and.
1: You know that that we we never did this, but we talked about it. What you just said is where I would like to envision the word contract, okay, in in the, in the best sense of the word. The word contract has. A negative connotation. I'm going to hold you accountable and you're going to owe me time, money, something.
0: Now, to me, it feels untrusting. At That's face right. value, it feels like, so you don't trust me, so we have to make a contract. Flip it around. Because you and I, you you did want to do some contracts and I never... But I think bought. I language
1: it this way. Or I maybe I didn't. Maybe I did us poorly and I didn't language it. Yeah. But I would say, Kevin, I know me. Yeah. And my propensity is to want to... Behave this way, Yeah. You need a contract to protect you from me yeah, that's a great way to can you imagine a contract worded to protect you from me and 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 vice versa, you do the same thing, and then we meld the two together to create i mean don't you think that that would that kind of exemplifies sort of the contract that sort that God had with abraham that that Jesus kind of proposes for us over here where he says you know kind of well you have heard it said here's the contract don't do this do that and you're good but i say step into an usness of deep humility deep awareness and even if you look at that woman with these kind of internal awarenesses you're you're breaking contract yeah but you can have the confidence that at the end of that you know sermon on the mount kind of thing he says this is life on the rock of Goodness of not wealth and power and misogynistic, you know, success along the rugged individual American, you know, dream pathway, but life on the rock is confidence that you will honor that person the way that they desire to be honored, and and that's what I think building a better marriage. I'm I'm even I'm feeling so convicted right now I, in I my know. own relationships that i haven't expressed that to my even this morning in, in coffee when we were talking about our kids and could i go to my 16 year old and say i am such a not great father that i want to express something to you with these words and you know of course he's 16 he he's not going to understand but how do i teach him to understand but so that he doesn't yeah. get wounded and whatever and be talking, you know, in, in at 36 and 46.
0: That I am feeling convicted. Yeah, well, your word of honor. And you you asked or you at the at the start of this conversation, I thought you are, I felt like you were relating to Terry Rill's book as in my head I was paraphrasing that it was conceptual. Maybe it didn't feel super specific, actionable. You said you didn't have, feel like you had some mind blowing epiphany, you know, from that. And it is, it's a, it's a conceptual perspective. And I don't know that he did have specific, okay, so do this. And I'm grappling with the overall, you know, concept part of it. And even as you talk and you said the word honor, that if I'm going to, and I'll just use you, if I'm going to honor you, it would be considering you and you know, just in a relationship. I mean, you and I come in and we just kind of, we just, we just be, we don't, I don't think about it. And maybe that's great. If it's possible, maybe that's unique. Maybe that's, maybe that's rare. And you know, if I look at, I mean, when you go into a patient prior to that, my experience of you is you have been reviewing their stuff. You're trying to get to know their story And then you go in with them and you start off with, okay, tell me more about this. And you are understanding them and you are, I don't know a better word than performing. It's such a bad word for it, but you are making an effort. You're not just being free, Randy, and just no thought or causation or or consideration. Do I do that in my relationships to say, that's what it's got me to. If I'm going to bring this issue to my spouse or to you, They go, okay, Randy's probably, and I did this with you back, especially back when we first started working together and you were, you were the stressed one Mm -hmm. going nuts. And I would, I don't want to stress you more. I want you to acquiesce to whatever or submit to whatever, or, or I want to sell you on something, whatever. And I'm thinking about the timing. Is this a good time to talk to you? Mm-hmm. How should I present it in a way that's not going to raise red flags? I would do that with you because I don't want an adverse reaction because I'm conflict averse, mm-hmm. you know? And so do I do that? Do I have the thought to honor you and even my own selfish needs to prepare, to think through, to consider and to make an effort to give this interaction, some structure, and, and honoring, as opposed to just going and going. Okay, you know what? You're on the phone, but just listen. I got this. Blah blah blah. In blah. in our intimate relationships, we tend to, I think I do, but I see it culturally. We tend to. Can I just be me? Can I just? Ugh, I've been making an effort all day. Can I just? Blah blah blah. blah, blah. And we don't give that person the consideration, respect, an aspect of love and consider how are they going to receive this? Mm-hmm. How can I serve them well? Even that thought of. Yeah, flipping the contract. If this isn't a contract to save me, it's to save it, you from me. It, that's right. Put such a difference. How can I do that in my relationships mm-hmm. to be more us? Mm-hmm. And I do think Terry real put mm-hmm. good verbiage to that of saying, look, I want, like, especially in a conflict. Randy, man, I, I so care about your perspective and I want to hear you. Could you say it a little softer? Mm hmm. Or can we talk about this? Another, this is I'm just not in good place for mm-hmm. it, or whatever. But mm-hmm. the first put that care. I don't, man. I, I hit the, the first thing I hit, in an intimate thing is I get I feel defensive. Mm-hmm. I feel accused, mm-hmm. and and I react.
1: Mm-hmm. And already by the time that there has been reacting, there has been multiple, multiple, multiple subconscious brain body things that unless you are a, well, my
0: pits are sweating, nervous
1: yeah. sweat. Uh, and heart rates up and you would have to be a very humble wise person to even submit to that awareness and I
0: haven't I just withdraw I've what? done it with you and go I don't, I'm just waiting for this to get over can we just part ways go, and forget about it go, go back to our Draw, thing yeah. mm-hmm.
1: and I think all of us listening or hearing in, you know, especially in a marriage a marriage is such the crucible it's, of this it's
0: the, it's, it is the most I mean I'm yeah. trying to do it between you and me but there's nothing more acute that's vulnerable, right.
1: that's right. then the marriage. And then I think then you know fatherhood and sonship, childhood yeah. would be very, very and, and, and then I, I think what we've had is, is a business partnership and a friendship yeah like those would be sort of distant but close seconds where like think of it think of marriage as a contract. I mean, that is what it for better, or for worse, for mm. richer, or for poor, for whatever, for your sake, not for my sake. Now I think today people get married because they say, "Oh, he or she just makes me so happy, or she makes me feel good, or she makes me feel like a man, or whatever." Like it's me oriented, rather than, "Oh my gosh, I honor, I, I want to create a contract so that I can help this person be, become a better them, and we're just better together."
0: Like I honestly I'm, don't, I'm it, feeling
1: convicted it, <laughs> but yeah, again. But, but
0: it, it just, oh, maybe it's just a rabbit trail. It's not necessary. I, I am surprised these days, and I haven't looked at the stats. But I continue to find myself surprised that as many people as there are, are getting married.
1: I, okay. So I was just in Wichita, and, and my extended family and whatever else, and, you know, now young people are getting married or not. And I'm like, yeah, unless you have a uh, foundational, fundamental, sort of, I would say, you know, faith-based or tradition-based whatever about marriage, then then why would you? Because it's a pain in the rear. Right? Like, why would... Why would I go to you with that kind of a contract that holds me accountable? Yeah, I want to hold you accountable. And
0: how it's hard? That's way it's, easier. It's an effort to get out of that. <laughs> oh is, gosh, a lot of people. Well, theoretically,
1: you're constructing a contract because you're not getting out of it.
0: Well, but statistically, we are getting <laughs> well, out of well, it. I know. So why get married? I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised with today's day and age, and with the thought processes and the freedoms and the individualistic nature of why people do that, as opposed to just come together be there as long as it's nice. And if it's not, then you back out and there's Mm -hmm. not any big deal. I saw it's interesting that people still, still do that. I've heard even in a lot of people, even I hear on the show that are not faith-based, you know, they're not in a religious construct or container as you and I talk about. I look at them and I'm I'm, I'm surprised. I'm curious why, and I haven't done that. There's been a couple I've thought about it. Why? I'm surprised that you even, we had, I had somebody, gosh, I don't want to, Had somebody on the show that had a different marital arrangement that was shocking to a lot of people. Not some open marriage, but you know, they spent a lot of time apart. Matter of fact, I think I saw it through Terry Real's stuff where because Gwyneth Paltrow's company, Goop, whatever, Mm -hmm. was part of the publication of that other Uh, person's stuff. Well, she said, uh, something to the effect of like she and her husband spend like a week together and a week apart, Mm -hmm. you know, these different. Things and I'm and again I'm wondering why did you even go? Yeah, they don't have f- kids. For well, I think they have like their own from previous marriages, mm-hmm. like you know the celebrity thing. But um, why did they get married? Why did they go through this? Because we have a lot of people, especially these days, that look at marriage as this Christian religious construct, which it is. And yeah, so I don't know. It's, I don't know if that's a
1: well, maybe maybe it's not. I heard somebody argue the other day that it isn't Christian; it's creational. It's marriage exists better tax before. benefits
0: if you are you know <laughs> technically if you
1: well that in and of itself are. was a remember it was called the marriage there back before you got the benefits there was the marriage tax you actually had to pay more like you were penalized for oh. marriage now you're kind of rewarded for marriage well now the unmarried people can say well we've got a an unmarried tax and that's not fair either we should be benefited because we're living together or because I'm single hmm. Anyway, we're getting well, lost in the political. Well, but but it, but it social is social construct. If
0: we with this individualistic mm-hmm. nature of our culture, it is surprising enough people even do the contract of marriage. But if we do, you were talking earlier, and I was thinking of our buddy Scott and his thing years ago. You'll remember this, where he said, "In the marriage, can we? In the partnership, whatever, can we take these?" issues. And instead of being, now he didn't say it in these words, so I'm going to overlap Terry reels instead of being individualistic and putting this object between us us, and going, okay, that I see it that way. I see it. You you know, you see it that way. I don't agree. Right. Wrong. Whatever. Can we turn sideways, link arms or arms around each other, put that thing out there in front of us and look at it together and go, how do we, how do we grapple with that? And I love his statement. And I repeated it yesterday of, in essence, right or wrong does not matter. If this is a relationship, we've got to, for the most part, you know, right or wrong does not matter. It is a thing. How, what matters is how do we hold it together in a way that is productive, productive for both of Uh us, that serves both of us. That is an us uh, Mentality. mentality that I don't, again, it's just, it's not part of my, nature i tend to think i'm going to do it that way and you know what so let's just not do the relationship i'll just do my thing you do your thing to some degree
1: well and even where you guys have been even recently over the summer and saying hey how can we you know create a, a bit of separation in space and air so that i can work on me and you can work on you and then we come back together and you know how does that promote usness and and um i i appreciated terry where one of the things i was going to bring up i just lost the thread uh, on on the togetherness, um, said, oh, everybody in a marriage has that moment where I I just almost like you need that moderator to say, oh, Kevin, you're right, and your your wife is wrong, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> can and and Terry just he took that right off the table, yeah, it doesn't matter, you, you know if right or wrong it. It just doesn't matter. And, and I, that just makes me a little, but, 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 but I need you to see my
0: perspective. And, and, and it's, it's like the old business thing that if you argue with a customer and prove they're wrong, you both lose, you're not yeah, going to retain. They they're not coming back. So in the marriage, so if you if argue you win, and prove and win, you lost, you
1: lost. And that was his point. You live together. Why do you want to win? That is a loss. That is so hard. That is so hard. And so taking that to heart, it's like, okay, in my own mind, how then do we... And and I did, we talked about this, and I think you used the word honor. And there's a scriptural thing I brought up with the kids the other day. I forgot where it is, but if we Google it, we'll find it real quick. And And the phrase is this, outdo one another in showing honor. There's your competition. I wrote
0: outdo. It came right up. Romans 12, 10. So out of the Bible. Compete with each other to honor the other guy more. Can you imagine? No, because that's the rub um, that we hear so often, especially in marriages and in marriage counseling where you have one party who is more willing than the other and they're saying, okay, I will be us. I will open up. I will give. I will do whatever. And the other one goes, great. You're darn right. It's about time. <laughs> give, give. And <laughs> and that's not sustainable. And, and we see that. I, I say that that's not sustainable. Generally, I think I asked Terry about this. You know, can there be success when you have one spouse who is more willing than the other? And I think he said, yes, it's not, it's not best. Best case scenario is you got two going, hey, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll serve you. But we still tend to even in that sense and even when
1: Terry said look if you win there is no winner and ultimately you're going to live together so you have got to go this way but we're humans and so
0: and we're the, selfish i mean we just, was we just can't getting not ready be. To we say, cannot
1: be even as i in my own mind think okay i'm really i'm really honoring you please honor me please honor me please honor uh-huh. me can i I can't, I can't feel you honoring me and the other person is thinking i am honoring you out the wazoo
0: Can you not see? (laughs) And the answer is no, because you're often, you're you're not honoring me in a way that I care about. uh, Okay. Which we're back to. This is why every week when I get the bestseller lists from my literary agency, almost every week, New York Times bestseller list in the advice, how to, and uh, advice miscellaneous and how to, which is what self-help falls into. Almost always Gary Chapman's five love languages. Yeah. Because it resonates, I'm not going to say the book is, is the Bible, but it obviously resonates with people because they realize that, gosh, this is how I receive love. And this, so please give me love this way. But now I'm hearing that you don't receive uh, my my way is, you know, acts of, uh, Uh, kindness. kindness, Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. I think acts of kindness. Uh Yeah. And 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 that I don't want you to do acts of kindness to me. I want you to do this stuff. mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, and it's hard.
0: It's still hard. It's still hard because we feel as we feel, and it's hard to again. We're back to the honoring. If I can make the effort, then to realize that even though Acts of Service benefits, that's how I get it. It's not you. Yours is words of encouragement. I don't. I'll own this one um, because Acts do matter. That that is a a, lo- a love language for me. Words of encouragement are just not so much. I just I. And yet, if that's my wife, and that's what she's giving me, it just falls on deaf ears. I don't, that's great that you encourage, that's just not what I'm looking, it's not what does it for me. So what, and there we are, what does it Never. for you in making an effort? And we don't want to have to make an effort. Can it just be me? And can we just <sighs> kick back and not, you know? Yes. And, and, and,
1: and that's why I, uh, you know, the usness is going to also incorporate even bigger circles. Right, like I can't ask you to give me what I need as if you're my wife. And vice versa, Marcy doesn't need me to just hang out with her like I would hang out with you in a iron sharpens iron kind of way or just a fun kind of a way. That that is part of the gosh infinite complexity. Man, I
0: don't want to miss this because we've come up with this multiple times over the years, it still matters to me. So we're talking about us in a relationship. Let's say it's a marriage relationship. Let's even say that, you know, somebody is not married, doesn't have a good marriage and their main relationship is here. Like you and me, friends, this man, this is where I get it. The propensity that we have then to go after that usness with an individual, a single individual, and look for them to complete all the usness that we need. There's the biggest rub that I have seen in marriage because I came into my marriage thinking, expecting it to be everything. I am going to get all my usness, yeah. all my needs, and yet, how on earth can Kevin, I go to? You had me at hello. <laughs> well, how can I go to my wife and have her commiserate about what it's like to be a husband or a father? She cannot do it. Right. So there's an usness culturally, though.
1: That's that's the movies, that's the books, that's you compl- the
0: you com- yeah, man. You nailed it. You complete me. I I love that movie. Please take that part out. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because what it sets up is if I don't feel
0: quite right, it is your fault. You're not feeling my needs. And that, which in a bigger rub is the question that I don't believe there's an answer for, but we got to figure out are what are the needs that I want from this relationship, from this us that are... (sighs) that are healthy or what are the needs that are a void that shouldn't be, that should be between me and God or me and myself or, or, or again, even another person. Like if I'm going to my wife to get, or if she's coming to me, trying to get me to understand her pains as a mother, I can try to sympathize, but I just don't have a context for that. It'd be like her coming and going, gosh, can you relate to giving birth? I just can't. I just can't. And you know, that's an exaggeration, but so many of that. So if we're looking for an us, completion in that marital relationship I don't you're, you're see off the, on the
1: wrong foot I think from so the beginning because that is the exact opposite than going in I am seeking to honor you even as a friendship but over here in a marriage a, of course, sort of a step up in connectedness I you, I would say you can't go into a marriage seeking for any needs to be fulfilled. That's They will be. That's a part of it. There's not a nothingness. But if you marry somebody and there's, you know, I don't know, whatever, quadriplegic something or other, there is no sexual fulfillment. Well, our culture today would say that's not a marriage. And I would say, that. well, that's dumb. So if you go into a marriage saying, okay, I need that part of me fulfilled. Well, you're off on the wrong foot. If 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 you if you go in fulfilling your own need in any way shape or form, but right away I think yeah, but I, I just want to be married and I want to have kids and you know play well, house. Okay, and, I, I,
0: this is a huge a huge uh, I, a very important area I, I believe because it does question in a marriage or in a in a in a in a in a, in a, in a friendship. I want you to need me. I want you to want my attention. I want you, I appreciate when you walk in my office or, you know, we take time or you ask me, you know, we're going to do lunch today and, and that you, and even if you ask me for help or like our buddy, Todd, who recently said, guys, can you come out and help me Mm -hmm. do some cleanup stuff at my cabin and, and whatnot? We appreciate that. Call it a want, call it a need, but it's a, am I unwhole without that need? So do I come into a marriage? And I thought about this. You'll, you had a an employee. We did, who was mid thirties, unmarried. Mm-hmm. Very much she wanted to, but it did get me thinking: Is she unwhole? Is she lacking as a person, as an individual, as unto God, as a child? Is she because she is not married? And I can't make a case for, for that. So if you, uh. so should I not be a whole, complete person in and of myself outside of marriage and relationship to a degree? Yeah, and then but I come into a marriage because I want I want more. I just like I I want I can exist without of, seeing the outside, but it raises my life. To,
1: well, I and this is where I would say within the Christian tradition, it's the mystery of marriage of one plus one equals one of I am whole without you uh and but I am holer in in a in a marriage and that, that's the mystery. Well, it, it is the infiniteness of what makes marriage also very interesting. It's the bothness of mutual submission.
0: Okay, let me ask you a question. The marital, I don't know if it's Christian or, or what, but that marital thing of, if you've been to a, a wedding, you've probably seen it where they have two candles, you, or you yeah. each have a candle, you come forward, you light the one candle, and you blow out your own. I I really struggle with that today. I I would too. Yeah. So I don't exist outside. And I'm again, get all my needs met through you. I would be, I'd be more, seems more relevant as we're sitting here talking to have, Mm -hmm. should I have, you know, had my wife or my, you know, just, just about to be wife, have a candle, have you, my buddy have a candle, have my parents have a candle and we all go light one together and then also keep our own. Mm Mm-hmm. And we have Mm -hmm. now created a bond, a contract Mm -hmm. that exists, uh, something there. but man, Mm -hmm. I still exist over here and I need to, Mm -hmm. you might die tomorrow Mm -hmm. and And you you can't fulfill all my needs.
1: Raise the kids and and do all of the stuff that is still the marriage.
0: I'm kind of into that. Why can't we have one where you light that candle that you just now, we have created a contract and a bond and I keep my candle. Yeah. Why do we blow it? Is that a, is there some, am I saying something blasphemous? (laughs) I, I, I
1: don't really know. Why not? Because we also use the the, the mental imagery of three. But a, a man, woman, and God, and there's a, a three-in-one, that's the Trinity kind of an idea. It is mysterious, and it is, I would say, miraculous that that, that this can exist, that this does exist. And that's why, scripturally, God uses this as an example of of His own relationship with us. His yeah. own relationship with Himself is this mysterious... Relationship uh-huh. bonding. I thought you were going to bring up the word cleaving, uh-huh. but even if there is a cleave,
0: Cle- that's a that's a, such a Bible word. I know. I don't. What's even, the other word? Uh,
1: Knit. Yeah. <laughs> Joining. Yeah. That. Uh, it's really weird because cleave also means to cut. I know. That's, I don't know. I we have to even, look that word up. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm I'm thinking that's you know, a weird knitting. Christianese word. It, it is so thread, yarn. Okay, that if you had the, this cloth, I could pick one of the threads and unravel it. Yeah, it exists individually within the whole. Yeah, individually, it is a piece of thread within the whole. It is a shirt. So that's kind of how I'm seeing what you said: the 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 individual and togetherness of a marriage that. Oh. There is – and that's why the cleaving, the undoing of it, the asunder, rips because part of me is in her. And then if we – if she died or divorced or whatever else, it hurts.
0: There's, there's a tearing and a ripping and a pain. And that's relevant. And it's like having a kid, man. I'm not so – I mean they're a part of me. And I would think yeah. our spouse and – and you're a part of me, man. If you yeah. died, it would be it would, ripping. R- ripping a thread. And yet I do need to be in a place – this is morbid, but I, I think about it. I've got nine kids. I need to be in a place where I can withstand losing a child. My chances are much higher. Or a friend or a spouse or, a friend or, or yeah. an
1: arm or a leg, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. which again, it,
1: in movies the other day where you see people say, oh,
0: you don't, you've never known love until that baby is born, and I'm like – Oh, thank you. Because I was thinking, just as I talked about our friend who had been single for a long time and, you know, could have continued to her her whole life, Uh would she have missed out on some significant experiences? Yes. Yeah. But I was thinking about this in regards to our friends, Scott and Hermine, uh, who never had children. And to think, are they less whole because they did not have children? I would say there are some things that I've gotten to experience as a parent that they will not experience. Just like I can't experience childbirth because I'm not a woman. Um, likewise, there are some things that sh- they've experienced that I will not experience. I do not have the bandwidth. I don't have the time. I'm not going to invest in that they are. Either way, are they not whole, alone? But again, granted, they would they would experience some sure. beauties of life to have had been parents. So here I am as an individual. And I feel called to be whole as unto you know, in, in our economy, as under God, as under ourselves, whatever. I'm called to to that. But when I join, light that candle, I'm saying, I want to experience something that this kind of union can give me. I, we can't call That's it... It's an addition. You can't
1: call it more wholeness. It's Thank one you. plus one equals one. It's, it, it, again, we're not going to land on a word because it is infinite. It is mysterious. It is... The reality that we live in botherness, that there is,
0: and... Well, what if, what, I, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about your one plus, is that, I don't know if I, do I like that? Could, back to your trinity, could, could one plus one equal three? Like the candles? Or, or sure. Yes.
1: Again, you can almost four, five, six. It, the imagery of a whole plus a whole equals a different kind of a whole. Yeah, not a better whole, not holer, but a different us. whole than us.
0: Okay, so coming back to us, us and individualism—is it saying, okay, if I want to be here, Kevin, I'll own it. If I want to be here in my, in a sense, I'm kind of happy being my own individualistic self. It, it helps me with you know my work. It's good with athletics. I've got friendships. I've got relationships. I'm I'm kind of good. But if I want to experience this. Marriage, this business partnership, this intimate uh, uh, relationship—you know, as intimate as I can be with my kids and and whatnot—if I'm doing that, that's me saying I am willing to forego. I don't—I was going to say give up. I don't—I don't know, but I'm willing to enter in, and I am going to relinquish some of my individualism and seek an us. I can't have both. I can't have my cake and eat it too. And so maybe that's what I've been trying to do. I've tried to be an individual. While being a spouse, and at the end of the day, it's not. It doesn't create us. So if I'm going to create us, I've got to give. I give up I, is a I, bad I, word. What's a? It's a it's, what's it's, I, I what,
1: just had a really good picture okay. here, where we were using cloth and thread. Mm-hmm. Cooking.
0: Okay.
1: Yeast, in the dough. Yeah. And imagine that. <laughs> Okay, my son. The other day, he made brownies or cookies or something, and um he forgot to set the butter out to let it un- uh, get soft. Yeah, and so in the middle, so he started mixing it in, and then he's like, "Oh!" And so he threw it in the oh, mic. No, <laughs> so it was partially cooked. Uh huh. And then when the cookies came out, they crumble. Hmm. Okay, now use the image with me from from the mayor's kind of perspective that. If you come into this marriage and you hold a part of you back and you don't get like the imagery of the yeast going all throughout, like there's not a single part of that cooked whole bread over here that does not have a microscopic piece of yeast, and yet it's not yeast and it's not wheat anymore. It's bread. It's, hmm. But it's 100% yeast is in there and 100% wheat is in there, but it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Molecularly, you could pull the yeast and the and the wheat pieces apart, but right like that, that imagery is now. That's, and, it's relevant. It's still hard because then you're saying it's totally hard because it's impossible to be completely not Kevin. Yeah, and be completely in a marriage of not Kevin that that does not exist. But if you demand or hope or retain any part of Kevin alone. You're going to crumble the marriage. You're going to weaken
0: the togetherness. That's that's hard. It's impossible. Well, but hold on. I'm I'm trying to hold both of them. One plus one equals three because I I feel like to some degree. There we go. Coming back to, there are some pieces of me that are not, I mean, my wife does not like mountain biking. Yeah, but you are
1: never mountain biking as a single person, ever. We've talked about that before. You go away for a week or whatever, you're still married. You will never well, have true. a thought.
0: Well, I just did a big adventure with those guys. And on this one sketchy yeah, section, I did that sketchy section. And my butt puckered uh, because of my I, wife I'm and gonna, kids. I'm going to orphan my kids. If it had been just me years ago, I don't know if I had much of thought about it. But I'm thinking about my responsibilities. That are, that's, right, that's, like, fair. that's fair.
1: And, and, and that's what I mean. That okay. Now, you could have. So Marcy and I, have, there's another friend of ours, and, and the husband is going off to do Everest. And we're like, well, shame on him. Like, okay, and, and we, we recanted a little bit because there was, you know, issues or whatever. But the idea of going to Everest where 10% of people die every year or something like that, it's like, can you do that to your wife? And then that movie came out, you know, where the guy died on yeah, Everest. Yeah, well, I'm, I, and- no,
0: I literally marked that off, though. I, I love adventures. I love the adrenaline. If the risk of error is death or severe dismemberment, don't, I'm out. Don't do it. Because I, I, I made a contract over here. I have dependents. That's right, so even though I checked out my life insurance again yesterday, but if you had been twenty i you, oh, you would have yeah, yeah, there's some things I wish I had done because now I'm not going to okay, or unless fair. i'm maybe maybe in twenty years when right. everybody's set <laughs> and uh i uh, yeah okay that's 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 fair
1: see so you that's uh, you and I maybe we we get to live together if we make it to ninety and maybe you know our wives die when they're eighty nine or whatever and and we'll, we'll go, go to out, be bachelors. And we'll go to Everest. <laughs> we'll be yeah. the
0: oldest men. I wonder who the oldest person to do. Ever, actually I have no desire at all to do Everest. Uh, I
1: want to do something way less hard and less cold. And yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, so, you know, again, back here, this is what it has me thinking about is how do I enter into relationships as with my, my propensity in nature to be individualistic? What would it look like to do it as a more us. And I, maybe you, you know, your, your aspect of the contract is brilliant of how do I think about it in your interests? It's just, but even as I say that everybody's going to hear this and they're, and it's going to make their butt pucker to say, I'm going to do, I'm going to enter in and I'm going to do this for your interest. But if you don't also reciprocate, it's often untenable. I think that's what bothers me. Because I see people and they speak, you know, they want to do, they really have good intent, but it's so difficult to do it one-sided. No different than we've talked about for years. When you have a patient who comes in here with significant pathologies and you lay out a plan for life change that would change their life, and yet they go home and if they do not have support and even more so if they have contention against that new diet style or exercise regime or sleep schedule or whatever – it's incredibly difficult. They would do it on their own, but in conjunction with that relationship, it makes it so difficult. So as people hear this and go, yeah, I'm going to do this us thing and I'm going to do like Randy said with the contract and come in with your interest. If you take advantage of that, it's hard for many people to withstand, which comes back to my question. Sherry, is this, is, can that happen unless you have two understanding, aware, willing parties? And he said, can. It's really hard. Really hard. It's really hard. And that,
1: that is, at the end of the day then, Kevin, is also, like in, in our economy, I, our friend Dustin said, who is such a humble, yeah, such a soft, gentle guy, and, and he said to me one day, he said, you know, Randy, I, I trust the Jesus in you. Yeah. I, I And that's where I would go to you that if I, if you and I came to one another with a, a contract of, of, Hey, I'm, I do, I trust you. I trust my wife that there will be reciprocation, not perfection, not whatever, but I, if not, then you're holding back. And, and you can't need the dough that way that it's yeah. not going to get in. And, and I, at, and that's that's the miracle. At the end of the day, we all put our hearts out there.
0: It feels and, and they get
1: trampled. And depression, you know, the diseases of despair and how much abuse as a as a child that people go through and all of the heinous whatever is
0: out there. And how much of depression is coming from loneliness, whether you're married or not. A feeling of on your own, no support. It 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 feels to me like we're you know, we're we're called to in Terry's economy here to look at with each other, whether it's, whether it's us looking at entering into another business, you know, contract Mm -hmm. together or, or whatnot, or a marriage saying, how do we do this us together? Mm -hmm. And we take, there's no. Absolutions. You know, if we're going to enter in this, there's no, um, I was going to think not, not uh, unilateral decisions are Mm -hmm. off the table. Um, there's really not room again for right or wrong. Now we say that and we can get into morality and stuff, Mm -hmm. but of, of, of convincing the other, this isn't my job to convince. We have to put this out and go, what, how do we deal with this in a way that Mm -hmm. serves us both? If we can't, we can't do us. Mm -hmm. And maybe some people can't Mm -hmm. or can't with that, you know, with X person. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have to, you know, especially on the forefront, that would be the best time to do it as opposed to being in it. And then, you know, it's going to be hard for some people to Mm -hmm. look at that. And they're going to look and go, yeah, as I hear all this stuff, I'm realizing I'm with somebody and I, we can't do us together.
1: And so there, there has to be change. And, and as we angle towards the bottom line here, yeah. for for me, and I'm I'm so grateful to wake up every morning and say, "Oh God, I can't do this. Yeah, I, I, I can't be this kind of husband, father, dad, business person, uh, and think about this and think about that and be this for that person, and then you know, patient after patient after patient, and employee after employee, and and and, and the reality is, you can't. And, and for me, it's like, okay, so there's a, there's a faith, there's a together witness with God in this little corner of, of the world that you and Terry don't like the word, and, and but you have dominion over you. Only you can think about what you think about. Even in the Holocaust, you can choose to be okay. That is dominion. Right now, it got misogynistically misappropriated but unless you take dominion over a tree, then you don't make that house over there and look at the wood. Now, can we ruin the world and ruin the forest? Sure, but you don't have music without a guitar, without a tree. Okay, so that is proper or good, whatever, awareness of your control over yourself. But if you think for a second you have control over every part of you, then you are going to be a
0: hurting, a lonely,
1: okay. sick person.
0: Great segue into something that I... I'm not going to let us end, um, because your job, Randy James, medical doctor, people come to you because they can't figure it out by themselves. Fair. Otherwise, why come? I mean, they can, they can go on to Google and listen to whatever podcast, figure out they don't need you. They come to you and spend a lot of time, a lot of money, and I'm going to say a lot of hassle, a lot of discomfort effort. Yeah. You, Cause none of, nobody comes in and you go, Hey, what are you doing? And they tell you, and you say, I just keep doing that. The yeah. only reason they're in there is to change doing that, whatever, yep. you know, it's some, to some degree. Um, is it possible to do us in any capacity to the greatest success on our own, only between us, the best business partners I've heard, especially if you go to the, you know, the bigger levels and the big companies and whatever, generally have somebody helping mediate having mm-hmm. help, have somebody just to what you said. We can't see ourselves. We can't be selfless. It's impossible. And yet here we are looking at each other and I trying to do it to the best of our ability and understand the other person. And I, I feel like we're limited in that. And so from a health standpoint, I can't figure out. I need, I need help from somebody. Do we not? how, much of a benefit would I have to have a, parent, have, a, have a coach, a mediator, a moderator looking at my parenting and what I'm doing with my kid and over here and go, do you realize you're doing this? Mm-hmm. And do you realize they're doing this? I mean, you and mm-hmm. I talk all the time mm-hmm. about parenting, trying to mm-hmm. figure the heck out what we're doing. And why do we not do that with marriage? Can I really have the best marriage possibility without somebody sitting back, even if they're going, gosh, you guys are doing pretty good, but I do see you have a propensity mm-hmm. to do that. And when you do that, I see him kind of shut down. Or you, do you see when you do that, she mm-hmm. just kind of moved back and, mm-hmm. bris- and that's happening all the time. Are you guys aware of that? Gosh, no. Or maybe, yeah, I am aware of that, but I don't know because, cause he does this and you're going, no, I'm not. And you got somebody who's helping us see the light. Now this isn't me making a pitch that everybody has to have a coach in every area of your life, but it is curious in the time that we are back to individualism when we used to have, you know, that takes a village to raise a child takes a village to have a good marriage, takes a village to be a good friend. We do not have villages anymore. We don't have aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas and neighbors and whatever involved in our lives in any way that can speak into them. Mm-hmm. Like the big fat Greek wedding movie mm-hmm. it doesn't really exist. And so we're on our own. And mm-hmm. I wonder if that's a primary danger we're mm-hmm. trying to do us. If we're trying to do us, just you and me. I don't yeah. want to do, I don't actually, I don't want to go into business just with you again, ever. We, we need, would be
1: unwise to do that. It,
0: we're, we're, yeah. We don't balance each other out well. We either need, I think we need a CEO mm-hmm. with anything we do. At the least, we need somebody who's like an executive, uh, an exec, a, a, a chief manager who will manage us because we mm-hmm. don't manage. Mm-hmm. Well, we need somebody that we're accountable to, whether they're an employee or a board Barter. member mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Not even because we have conflict, just because we're incompetent together mm-hmm. and we can't. We need, yeah. Why would we not need you, that in a I marriage? thought you were
1: going to say the word community.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about that. But say in light of not having that, if it's a paid consultant, coach, therapist, counselor.
1: Which used to be community, yeah. family, village, whatever that You thing went and is. sat
0: with grandma and grandpa and they... Well, you didn't have any choice because they were there. Yeah, <laughs> they were in your business. That's the big, fat, big <laughs> wedding. It was dysfunctional it, somewhat, but it also had great strengths and
1: Another as a part of rugged individualism and in, in america and uh, and the logistics and travel you know mom and dad aren't around anymore and my cousins aren't around and i'm not in business with them and so now it's me out here on my own and then and then a marriage but it's a marriage on an island and we saw that quite acutely in the military too because you know you go off to japan and now in the military you also have a community that is you carry it with you, right? Yeah. So there's a strength there, yeah. but also a weakness. And so here we are in the world today in the analysis, and wh- I, it's one of the reasons to answer my own question why I think Terry Real is resonating with people is because here we are. And he yeah. took a step back and said, Whoa, people, look how fractured we are. Look how spread out we are. Look how, and and we've lost the... What used to be probably intuitive and innate in skills, or let's just say not skills, but the dough kneading together. That's just how it kind of happened, and now it doesn't. Because you've got Mars and Venus, or you've got, you know, yeast and dough trying to come together, or
0: oil and water. Or, or <laughs> and water. <laughs> that's
1: right. right. And and okay, so how then do we do this? And that's that's why we're doing the show, and that's why we're talking about it. And and I yes. Back to your question of would we be better to have a moderator? Well, I think the reason that we do, we do that with in the medical field and we call it a doctor, we don't do that in the marriage field until your marriage is on the rocks.
0: till crisis. So we have two people who are innately, intrinsically individuals. It's just have the makeup of, of humanity trying to come together and making bread, making an us, and we're really not equipped to. So who is our... So whether it's you know, going through Terry Reel's book together in a marriage or a business part. I mm-hmm. actually, I, and I read some of his stories, and I thought I could see that just in any relationship. In any this way, is yeah. how I, I do the same thing with Randy. I do the same thing to my kid. Yeah, and it, it's relevant. But can we come together, wise enough, insightful enough as individuals to create an us? And I, I, I'm tempted to say our the design of God or whatever you believe is, is not that it's that we have, we have help. We have accountability. We have insight from other people, whether it's a paid person or a family member, man. Well, I I was just going to say the answer is
1: yes. Right. Like the, even if we don't have that, and here's where I would say, I have a faith that there is a higher existence, a higher order than me that I am going to submit to, and I think my wife is going to submit to, and in our mutual submission to greaterness than me is step number one, that we are not only linking arms together looking at a problem to solve, like how do you raise a kid for 18 years, but we're linking arms together to say, yeah, we aren't all that. We, there's something bigger, grander, greater than us that we are submitting to. And now we are one knit closer together. Yeah. Okay. And and in that space, I don't think that that needs a coach all the time. Otherwise, we'd all have to have a coach for every well, single it, thing okay, all the time.
0: Granted, I maybe mean, not all the and, time, but
1: but I also think that there's you know why wait so long to get help from your mom or your pastor well, or your friend or your pay a counselor well,
0: or your doctor most or your doctor. I, actually, I don't know the stats, but theoretically, most people are at least once a year going to get some kind of a checkup. Well, when was the last time I got a checkup? What? No. I don't believe
1: in a checkup. Just like you're getting ready to say about a marriage. Why don't we do a marriage checkup? I, I don't think oh, a body needs... Is that where you're going? Yeah,
0: I disagree with you. Uh, I, I, for From, my own health? Depends on what you mean by checkup. Well, for me, I, I feel like, gosh, it seems like at least once a year or something, I'm having you do some labs and kind of check out where I'm thinking about labs now. And I think it's been less than a year, but with my, some of my cramping, I thought, can you check and see if I'm low and what, there's no way to know other than doing some labs and having that kind of, so no different than the general traditional. Sure. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. That, that's, that's, and, and for, then I would say just like for me, there's the kind of checkup I would do on you is different than the one I would do on Joe over there.
0: Okay, great. Oh, sure.
1: Okay, so same with marriage. Yeah, yeah. Do all marriages need some kind of formal... And I'm saying, well, I hope that we all already have that because we are talking to our friends. Yeah. And I'm saying to you...
0: Well, that's always even bringing it down to what if you and Marcy even said, you know, once a year, let's go through a a, a marriage book together. Okay, yeah. Just kind of a check-in, and we may go through it and go, gosh, we're doing pretty good, or go, holy smokes. Yeah. You don't know unless you check in. You don't know unless you you check check in. So we
1: just did that, not... Formally down that pathway, but we had the budget talk. So about once every year or two, yeah, where's money going? Yeah, You're, I didn't know you were spending money on this. Yeah, uh, I didn't know your your coffee account has eight hundred dollars in it. How, <laughs> <laughs> mine has eight. What's going on here? And you just okay? Well, that is part of the a marriage checkup. Yeah, true. And if there is good communication within a marriage, then and we're talking about well, how do you? How do you remember your sixteen-year-old self? What do your parents tell you? Because we got to tell mutually. We have to tell this kid something about whatever it is that they're doing, and and what about me? And then I think that's part of this mutual submission of marriage. That there's a, but in in your over here where only the mom is dealing with the kid, or only the dad is dealing with the budget, or only like that—that's a recipe for separateness, and and bread not coming together. Yeah. So would they benefit from a coach coming in and saying, gosh, you guys haven't talked about money forever. I remember Todd Zeller. Yeah. You know, I think, gosh, that was one of our big marriage successes was to come together and talk about money. The whole spectrum, right, of little touch points or vast coaching. Like we just said about you this morning, I wish I could – I wish my counselor would just walk around with me all day yeah, long yeah, to, to help moderate, us talk to moderate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Even there though, you know, I think, and again, it's, it's not a hundred percent anything, but it's interesting as you talk that I think most people, if they're going to have the budget talk, let's say talk about money, probably wouldn't hurt to do it with a Dave Ramsey book. Even if you kind of just brush up and look at stuff. So it's not just opinion, not whatever. And it's kind of considering a general wisdom yeah. uh, to use as a anchor uh, yeah to some point moderator an anchor, point? anchor, moderator, anchor touch moderator. point
1: of hey we can agree upon an authority yeah. that's what a doctor is they come to me and they're a little lost or whatever else and, and I use the words uh, you, you're,
0: you need a different anchor point a different or orientation
1: we... or true north a compass
0: when's the last time you heard of somebody who's at loggerheads with a kid who said you know what let's go talk to somebody that can hear us both not kid you need counseling but let's both go talk
1: Never, I, right? Like we that, don't do that. Well, as a parent, you—that is—that is high vulnerability, high, high humility, humility. humility. Yeah, yeah. And, but but
0: uh, biz, again, back to business. I have known many business people who have come to. I, I knew a couple. You did too, uh, years ago. I won't name them. Who had tremendous? Problem. I mean, ended up with lawyers. You know, but that's a great time to, man, we're not seeing eye to eye. Let's bring somebody in and, and hopefully a good business is going to do that. They'll pay a high paid consultant to come in and audit and mm-hmm. see what's going on. What are you doing? What am I doing? And especially even relationally, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's another form of us. It it's, is. it's It's still not. These are little micro uss yeah, they are.
1: Right. Like, and again, the, the mystery of the interestingness of life where you, we humans can even have this with a dog or with a pet, or with our house, or with our garden, or with yeah. nature. And, and the, the, the mystery and the miracle of, of this thing we call life that that is in us, that at the end of the day, the foundation is relationship and community within ourselves and without ourselves is life.
0: All right, friends, Terry Reel's book again is Us, Getting Past You and Me to Build a More Loving Relationship. Again, this is not just some other book I'm touting. This is uh, a guy that I got in contact with through my counselor, and this new book is just uh, flying off the charts, and it is something I am studying uh, over and over continually right now. Hey, thanks again for choosing to tune in to this self-helpful podcast. If you got value, again, give us feedback, leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And best of all, take a concept to do as Randy and I did right here. Talk about it with somebody. Grapple with it. Question it and see what actions you want to take from it in your own life. I sincerely hope I've helped you. Help yourself.